Get ready. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Weekly Cooldown. I am Kami Jace, your host. And I'm Paul Henderson, your semi-regular guestish co-host. And if you're joining us for the first time, this is the show where we get to know the gaming news of the week, and we get to know our guest. It is episode 158 of the Weekly Cooldown. It is June 24th. This June has torn the fuck by. It really has. I, I think, at least for me, it's been because it's just been so damn hot that you don't want to think about it yeah i mentioned last week that we've been going through this heat wave and it has not abated and is still (laughs) not showing any signs of abating for the next week Mm -mm. we might get some rain on monday fingers crossed so like because it's been so hot and i've been so afraid to go outside every day has just been sort of blending into one another and i just have sort of lost all sense of time progression but yeah it looks like we're getting some storms at the beginning of next week so fingers crossed pull off a bit um i i hope uh i hope things cool down for you paul me too um it sounds bad it sucks (laughs) it's been like it was hot here for a few days and now it's been raining for like a week and i'm like can i i i want to walk to the gym but like not in storm pouring rain right and now and now it's supposed to be like 90 on friday so you know craziness or saturday whatever day it's supposed to be anyway uh, this is a gaming news show, not a weather show. We have <laughs> right now; it's a weather show. <laughs> right now, it's a weather show. Um, we have uh, some things to talk about. We're going to uh, once again. This is June, so we do the gay month thing, and we talk about uh queer queer things in gaming. Um, need no goddamn headlines. Nope, no headlines uh for the month of June. Uh, we're just gonna dive right into the uh the nitty gritty as they say um and joining us to uh knit this grit is uh, a good friend of the show kyle kyle ross kyle. wait i said that wrong Ooh, say kyle. it again who's that say i actually apparently oh, chase no. doesn't know who you are either <laughs> based <laughs> no on one previous, knows who i am <laughs> based on previous conversations i shouldn't uh, even know your name kyle uh, supposedly this is this is kyle ross actually kyle and that ross. is exactly why i can't get <laughs> access to any of my social media you because, spelled this wrong because kyle. uh they're thinking that i'm this kyle royce who's kyle Ro- i don't know who's who kyle royce is kyle. i'm kyle ross kyle, kyle ross, ross. Right, right, right. Uh, beautiful, beautiful singer Kyle Ross, not Royce at all. Um, Kyle Royce <laughs> is here to <laughs> chat with us. Ooh, Kyle, welcome audience, to the show. Wild. It's a beautiful audience. Welcome, yeah. welcome. Thank you, thank you. It's fun to be back. Yes, um, it's been too long. Too long, too long. So, uh, Kyle, we usually ask a whole lot of questions, but I I do want to start with um, the most important question, which is, what have you been playing this week? Oh my god, you do not want to ask that question. No? Yeah. <laughs> I, is this excuse the ninth me, week in a row where you're not no, playing no, anything? No, 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 we, we were good the last week. Goose in my room. Uh, the goose. <laughs> That's so we broke the streak, uh, it's okay. Wait, what's the streak? Uh, there was uh, a streak of like eight weeks where the people who came onto the show hadn't played a video game, 
it they would have like, played like, like a TTRPG. It was, or something, it was either they played like... a TTRPG or they were so busy that they just didn't have time for games that week. And last week we finally broke the streak, we and somebody um, had played a video game. God bless. Oh, I'm so uh, I'm sad to not have chop uh, pop that eight week cherry, but um, <laughs> I have been uh, addicted. A D D I C T E D. Right? That no, I must deny. No, Wait, no, no, I said I. Okay, good. Uh my dad would be proud. Um uh I've been addicted to Final Fantasy The City of Final Fantasy Omnia Opera. Ooh. Oh nice. I have been literally so the game's been out for like four years now, since <laughs> twenty seventeen, and it's a mobile game. But here I and am. also it's gotcha. Yeah. So like there are like there's multiple strikes like there there's me- multiple red flags hey, like hey, when you're going no, on a date. There is there is no <laughs> shaming people for playing mobile games or gotcha games on this no. podcast. No, no, sometimes. not at all. But not. However, not <laughs> I think that out of all the gaming communities, I think that those are the most shameful. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind so, of fair. <laughs> I am. Well, I think the, they would the, agree. The really cool thing about it is that you don't actually have to pull for your characters, okay? So, mm-hmm. like, you only pull for the weapons, and you have to max out, the, you know, each character's weapon set to get, like, the most powerful version of that sure. character. Mm-hmm. So, it's a little bit cooler, the fact that, you know, I don't have to look for these, you know, specific units, because I pretty much have everybody already. However, the really cool thing about it is that now everything is... Oop, hello, am I still here? You're still here. Okay, yep. good. I, something happened. I thought I, I thought I, I thought I disconnected or something. But um, as you're going through uh, the game, so um, hold on, my my train of thought was just wrecked. Uh, 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 uh. You're going through the game. You're there's a car. I hate it here. I swear. Uh, we're talking you're going about, through um, the game. Got, oh, got all the characters. Okay. But there's something yes. else that's cool about it. Yes. So because uh, so now all you have all the characters, but now the game is at this point because with you know essentially with mobile RPGs they do this power creep thing where like everybody yeah. just gets infinitely powerful. So like now every single character is pretty much cracked out of their ass. So like they can do tons <laughs> of damage, but like it's gotten to the point where instead of it being like okay, so you have this triple S tier character and you can just ru- steamroll through the game with this one character, they they have these like almost raid-like boss instances that you have to fight and they all have like different conditions that you have to fulfill that can really only be filled by maybe like i would say like five to ten maybe people out of this 156 character roster and like it's it's really complicated well yeah it does get a little bit complicated but it's so much fun it's so it's like i i literally i started the game last sunday and I've been playing consistently to the point that I'm literally doing endgame content for the game. Wait, you said you started <laughs> within on last, Sunday. Last Sunday. Last Sunday. It's Thursday. And yeah. I, I know. <laughs> this is playing for four and I have five like days. No, no, no. Last Sunday. So like it's been like a week, oh, a week and a couple days. God. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not but, serious, uh, serious, you're coming up on two weeks then. In seven days, I essentially did my first endgame boss. Wow. So, like, I've it. literally been... And this is, like, four years of content. So and, like, I've, and you haven't I've spent... Been I'm assuming you it. haven't spent that much money on it at this point. I'm, I'm, I'm free to play. I yes. have not spent a cent. Wow. You haven't given Squeenix a dime. <laughs> That's... I gotta say some, uh, what they call, king shit. Because... <laughs> 
the like I've never spent money on a gacha game, but the like alert Can't to do it relate. is there. <laughs> it is absolutely there. Um, unless you count Mabinogi as a gacha game, I guess I do. Because, yeah, I did spend a whole lot of money. A whole lot of my mom's <laughs> money on that one. Um, back That's in the most, day. like Maple Story for me. Oop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Nexon really knows how to get your dollar. The most I've ever spent on a mobile or, like, premium type game is actually probably hearthstone um and as always yeah. and as always when i bring this game up i have to tell people uh i do work oh, no. for i have to do the disclaimer i work for blizzard blah 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 uh opinions are my own and <laughs> not representative of the company um the, all most of the money that i spent on on hearthstone i spent bef- like when i was in high school and like early college so it was like well i guess it wouldn't have been high well let me think. And now you're slowly making that money back. Yeah, I'm 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 clawing the money <laughs> back from Blizzard by working for them. Beautiful. While adding value in the process. Excellent. That's Look beautiful. at you go. Look Love at that. you go. I'm getting my money back. Nobody can um, stop me. Kai have been completely shameless with the amount of money I've spent in certain games. Oh, well, I mean <laughs> But not in any mobile games. Not in any mobile games. However, go. oh, I've spent a fair amount of money on um, Clash of Clans too. Not a ton, but like I'd say total, I've probably spent like a hundred bucks on it over the years. Which wait, so I'm curious, who's uh, what is everybody's game that they spent the most money on? Oh, Mabinogi. <laughs> Mine's probably either Hearthstone or League. Hearthstone, okay, Mabinogi. Yeah. I remember actually, we did like me and my friends who all played Mabinogi. We um did like a let's go back and tally up how much money we've spent type of con- like contest i definitely spent over many years like it must have been like five thousand dollars oh wow because nice. i was i was pay- playing that game since i was like 14 into college <laughs> so, so by yeah, the time like- i was like 19 i gave it up but i was like holy shit that's a lot of fucking money huh <laughs> I've never crossed like the two thousand dollar mark in any game, no, but I've... I definitely have spent about a thousand in Apex and a little bit over that in Path of Exile. Ooh. I'm I'm fairly certain Hearthstone's the most for me, and I don't think I've spent more than like three hundred dollars on Hearthstone. I win. That's good for you. I'm proud. Yeah. Well, most of most the money I spent on Hearthstone was like when when I just started working for the first time and I had some discretionary income that I didn't really know what to mm. do with, and so I was like, yeah, I'll just put it into games. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. And See, it was fine. a lot of that money is my mama's, and it's, I'm sorry, it's it's gone now. <laughs> That's all gone. Um feels bad um so you know money does grow on trees so oh you're right i'm gonna go pick some right now kyle um (laughs) we have more questions for you um specifically about what you do in games and in media so please tell Mm -hmm. us all of the things so i am a streamer oh nice I have been streaming for a paltry, like, eight years or so. Paltry. And I have uh, quite a lot of stories to tell of what Mm. (laughs) has happened on stream. We've shared a lot of stories on stream as well. However, um, it's just been really, really nice to, you know, garner a community of just, like, really awesome, 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 awesome people Mm -hmm. um, over the years. And um, usually you'll catch me playing something like Apex Legends. I am 
a sad addict to that game. Sad, Apex sad, sad. Is fun. It's like the most, it's definitely the most um, uh, rocky relationship I've ever been in mm. in my entire life. Huh. Oh, yeah. We're, we're sometimes we're high, some, most of the times we're, <laughs> we're low. But, but in That's, either case, uh, Apex, Apex I and like, I have a thing. I feel like that is my entire relationship with Apex, except I'm never high. I'm always low. Ooh. Always. Oh. Never you know. up there. I've actually been playing the new Apex event. It's pretty fun. Yeah, the new control mode. This is a very good time. Oh, control! Yeah, it came back. I haven't actually yeah. played ever since I picked up this thing, so I have no clue what's going on. Kind of itches the old uh, hard point uh, energy that I missed from uh, from Titanfall. Mm. Yeah, Titanfall was a great game multiplayer. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but uh, but now actually I am taking a little bit of a break from stream uh, because I am in producer mode. I'm making my second single, and uh, oh, nice. I'm performing a lot now actually. So. That has been the vibes, and it's been pretty fun. It's been pretty nice. Congrats, uh, past, congrats uh, slash my condolences. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, thank you, and thank you again, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, can you t- first tell us about your first single? Like, where can people find it? What's it called? Yes, it is on Spotify, although Spotify doesn't believe that it's me who put it over there. <laughs> uh, and you could also find it on YouTube. Uh, it's on Apple Music and on every, probably every streaming service you could possibly think of. But it's, uh, if you look up the artist Kyle Royce in the world, and it will be called All You Ever. Uh, it's a song that is about, like, I, I tend to talk a lot about, like, <clears throat> common love tropes and how they're like wrong and um this one is specifically about that in the way that you know like a lot of people think that you know love is supposed to be sort of like me in this video game an addiction and and it's supposed to be like something that you can't live with with but Mm. it ends up being that you know actually you just needed time to time to heal and time to you know be with yourself so oh very nice can we know about the second single or the second single i have been wrestling with Mm. for so now i'm gonna preface this because i was stuck in a music contract for a long fucking time Mm -hmm. extremely long time and sorry to curse oh no excuse me but, <laughs> but uh, like five swears we've in the done open. it so much yeah yeah i know i know i'm like i don't know but anyway uh so uh i was stuck in a music contract for a long time for five and a half years ever since i was the wonderful age of 24 i was stuck in a music contract and ended up doing nothing for me and like you know in the age of the internet uh it really sucks when like you have this like burgeoning wave of like popularity that you're on and then Mm. someone like takes you and like rips you off the wave and then you can't really get back on Mm -hmm. and that's kind of like what happened to me because i was you know getting some sort of recognition and then like i I grouped up with these people and then sort of just like you know drifted off into nothing Mm -hmm. but in either case uh 2020 i was released from the contract then COVID happened then I finally was like, you know what? I'm sick of it. And at the end of last year, I was like, I'm going fully independent. I'm going to take all of my savings. I'm going to go Hell 100% yeah. into it. 
So that's what I did. And um, now this is like my first fully independently produced, independently done everything. Like there is no other person on this track except for me. It's actually not even with the piano because I usually I'm a pianist. So I'm usually playing sure. with the piano. I decided to do it all uh, acapella. Wow. And I was like, this is like just the most pure expression of me. So like that's essentially where that song comes from and where you can find it and what it means to me. So very good. So how does it feel to finally go full indie? Fun, terrifying, both? Uh definitely both. <laughs> <laughs> definitely both. I think the craziest part about it is that you think that it's going to be so cool. Oh, I'm free from, you know, quote unquote the man, you know, yeah. like mm-hmm. and I can do whatever I want now. But then you realize that whatever you want, quote unquote, is like very vague and very non-specific mm-hmm. and very like then you have to like start talking to yourself and start you know like etching out this vision that you've you know that you know that you have but you don't know how exactly to implement you know and then you and learn like, why producers have jobs <laughs> exactly yeah and you <laughs> learn exactly why every artist is fucking broke yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> but in either case i'm getting through it and um i want by the end of this year to have at least five five records out Ooh, so crap. that everybody will you know be able to uh you know Here's have something that they range. connect to yeah exactly because this one is all you ever all you ever sort of like a you know it's definitely a mood it's like a it's i think it's definitely a, a very much an alone listening type of song mm-hmm. like uh I could imagine it being blasted at like a club or something like that, but I don't imagine that, now, <laughs> that uh, it would happen. I do want to clarify when you say uh-huh. you want to have five records out, do you mean like five singles, five EPs, five LPs? Oh, yes, SPs? yes. What were yes. we talking Singles were talking about. Okay, okay. About. No, I was going to say, like, damn. That it would be absolutely insane. My man's about to drop five <laughs> LPs this year. Y'all ain't ready. Amazing. <laughs> Like, in order for me to do that, I would have to be, like, legit, like, I don't know, Kanye has to, like, have me, like, I must be living in Kanye's house or something. Yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, five singles, which, actually, one single is, like, a lot of work. Oh, yeah. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I worked on All You Ever for about two months, and then, like, this one is more like two and a half to three months, because this is, All You Ever actually was one of my first songs that I ever created, period. Like, back by back in the day. And then this song is much newer, so I think it, t- it takes more time for it to amalgamate. Is that a word? Yeah, yeah, know. yeah. We're going to go with it. Yeah, I yeah. I think I follow what you're saying. We're going to go with it. Material? Uh, Materialize you. may make more sense, yeah. I am there with you. Um, the only way oh, I can but... possibly relate is with mm-hmm. this thing and other podcasting. And I know, I know about it. It's hard. It's so much yeah. work. I, I think I might be connecting a little bit more because I have done both the streamer thing mm-hmm. and the musician thing. Me and my roommate have a band together, and we have been very, very, <laughs> fairly slowly clawing an album together. We put a single out about a year and a half ago, and we haven't released anything since then because we've both just been so busy with our own things that it's been hard to really get time to sit down and just work on it. Yeah. I feel like the golden age of bands is, like, done. I feel like it, it's so hard nowadays. I don't know. I've... Maybe it's just me, but I feel like we have more stuff to do than we had before. <laughs> yeah. So, like being well, yeah. with a in in a band and like having to coordinate everybody's you know direction as well as you know do the music and everything like that yeah. and 
I think it's really, really difficult. I say we're a band. We're really just more of a duo. (laughs) Okay. Band, duo, it's the same. Yeah. You're doing it, and that's all that matters. We're duoing it. That's right. Uh, All right. Did you say what that song (laughs) is called? Uh, Yes, it's called All You Ever. All You Ever. All right. And then. Heard both of them. I didn't answer the second little part. The second single is going to be called. Uh, uh, wait, hold on. I just forgot my own song's name. <laughs> nope. Don't do that. Oh, no. <laughs> Remember immediately. Okay, no, it's called Ride, Ride, Ride On. Ride and, On. And, uh, uh, that wait, one is, is it called Ride On like a... or Ride, Ride, Ride On? Ride On. Okay. But maybe it should be Ride, Ride, Ride On. But anyway, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the but, uh, that one's going to be more of a dancey one, so. Very good. Yeah, it's more of like a disco. You can only call it ride, ride, ride on if it has a four to the floor beat. Mmm, true. Yeah. All right. Well, all the drummer puns. This sounds like a. This sounds like a, a remix, a fee, a feature. <laughs> do it. Do will it. Do will it, it be feeded? <laughs> will it be feeded? All right. We are. I mean, we're here now. The discussion point of this uh uh podcast as they call it um so today i decided that we might get a good discussion going about queer affirming media or media that may have helped awaken quote unquote the gay within um something we've talked about we actually (laughs) something i focused on exclusively (laughs) uh last year uh last year um, I had on Sam Neeland and his sister. Um, why can't I remember her I, name? I didn't know Sam had a sister. <laughs> yes, Sam has a sister. Um, Sam and his sister were on last year, and we discussed the um, idea of the gay awakening. Um, the idea that there is some kind of media or some toy or anything out there that kind of helped you make the connection, right? Helped you to figure out your life, as it were. And I wanted to kind of start with that again. Um, queer affirming media, right? So it, it's not even necessarily that the thing in this piece of media has a queer character or some kind of queer representation in it, but rather that you felt so strongly about a certain character or something happening in this media that you were like, oh, hang on, <laughs> something's happening. So hmm. um, I wanted to start actually with Kyle. So Kyle, if you would, anything that stirs in your mind, the first thing that kind of um, uh, you you can uh, think of in this regard? Okay, so you're going to laugh. Uh, I so have a an interesting first video game uh, boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, better not be so I bad was... guy because back off. So bad, bad guy. guy. <laughs> He's pretty hot. I gotta say, yeah. but no, it's not so bad guy. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was playing uh, 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 Kingdom Hearts as a small little kid, uh-huh. and uh, on the first island, you get to play volleyball with this one dude, uh, and his name is Waka, and <laughs> immediately. Once I saw the nice. dude, I was like, "Wait, what's happening?" And then I looked, 
and then I looked up Final Fantasy X, and then of course in Kingdom Hearts he oh. looks like he looks like childish, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. But then Final Fantasy X, I looked up the pictures. I was like, God it's a damn, big bad yeah. and then, man. And then at that point, I was like, you know, like I mean, I knew. I, actually, I was just asked this question by my grandparents because one of my cousins came out, and they're you know they're younger than me, and like mm-hmm. they want me to be like the big gay mother hen yeah sure. the uncle uncle goose uncle yeah <laughs> yep and um you know to provide guidance mm-hmm. because i'm a well-adjusted individual apparently um and uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't say uh, yourself so short <laughs> <laughs> and um they they asked me they were like how did you know did you know like it like did it take you a while to understand i was like listen at the, like i was seven and i was like i i like dick. <laughs> you're like, like <laughs> you're like oh you know what kingdom hearts is <laughs> prime but, kingdom hearts age in 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 either case uh yeah yeah it was definitely that was that was i don't know if it was an awakening but it was definitely the very first time that anything in the digital form has mm-hmm. uh has uh gotten those juices flowing i don't like saying no that. i i yeah. i mean i <laughs> i get it i get it um waka for me um i first of all waka is such a good choice in my opinion um <laughs> I think so many people hate him because of his racist views. I was going to say unbridled racism. (laughs) Yeah. The absolute racism of it all. Um, And also he has like a weird speech pattern, but I I absolutely love that about him. Um, He's clearly like, like, I feel like the the developers were like so confused when they created that character. Yeah. He's like, he is kind of all over the place. He's like a sort of Southeast Asian looking, but then has like almost a Jamaican accent. Yeah. And then I don't know what's going on with the outfit because it's completely different than everybody else's outfit. But, you oh, know, like Blitzball player. That's what they wear. Was it the Blitzball outfit that he wears? That's I thought he wore he, something that's else. That's like his Titus didn't wear that. Yeah. That's like his Blitzball uniform. Basically. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, they're um, not from the same world. So culture or whatever. They're different. Um, I haven't played a lot of 10. Awaka also made me realize this was while I was still trying to figure out like am I? I don't know. But it did it, um he he did awaken for me my love of red hair. Um <laughs> I love redheads. I I really really do. And um Waka's up there. Yeah, 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 I can see it. I can see it for for you and for me. Um <laughs> It's great. It's a good one. So I just got to dye my hair red in order for Jace to <laughs> me to go out binoculars. with me. Understood. <laughs> yep. Just throw some red on it. I'm in there. It doesn't even have to be natural red. I'm like, okay, I see it. Yep. <laughs> Redheads. That's a good one, though. I appreciate you sharing that. Um, Waka. Yeah. For all of you Waka haters out there, give them. A I chance. feel like no one talks about Waka, and I feel like I'm that one person who's, they, who's going to come and and give the Waka representation. They hate him. Well, there. yeah, because if you want to talk about Waka, you got to talk about Final Fantasy X. That requires people to talk about Final Fantasy X. I mm. love that game. I, you know, I really, I, I like the concept of the game, but I've never gotten through it. I've never oh, gotten through it. It's and then in addition, I tried to like go through the spark notes of the Sin Jet <laughs> Titus situation. Oh yeah, that, no. that entire thing is you like you have to play it to <laughs> understand it. 
Like, I don't even know if that will And work. even then, I don't know if that'll help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, you will, something will click and you're not exactly sure what it is, but like, you'll know. You know what I mean? It's in there somewhere. You just got to fish it out. Um, it's definitely reminding me of like the entire like Final Fantasy meets, you know, uh, Disney Kingdom Hearts thing and like how that like started off as like a really amazing concept. Yeah. And now if you follow that story, it's like. I mean, it's like multiple spaghetti noodles all yeah. just, just that's intermingling. Just, that's just Namura doing Namura things. Kingdom Hearts. I mean, I've I don't I haven't even played it. I've tried to I've tried real hard to like do it, but I can't. It's just too much. It's it's too too much to uh I, think the, I was mostly there for Final Fantasy and mm. uh they dropped a lot of the final fantasy elements in kingdom hearts yeah. 3 and it bummed me the fuck out <laughs> yeah yeah i haven't been able to play 3 because i don't have a ps5 uh but it did come to pc but then it was like 70 dollars so i was like no kingdom hearts 3 is on <laughs> ps4 Ooh. i don't have any of the consoles though i only have ah, okay ah, yeah. that was me until i don't know to to when did the ps5 actually come out uh I got one in November. I think in whatever theory it came out in 2019. Okay, that's that seems right somehow. Or 2020. One of those. Anywho, I'm uh, I'm personally gunning for the entire PS5 Sony like being cross platform with the you know with their with, with their uh, the, the exclusive titles. Mm. I'm like I'm I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I'm getting really excited about certain certain things that are in the rumor mill right now. Last of Us, hello? Yeah. yeah, Well, that's not really rumor mill. That's just mill. The mill. Paul, what do you got? Uh, So mine's not a video game because I've talked to death about Guilty Gear. Um, (laughs) So there's a TV show that some of you may have heard of called Steven Universe. Oh. And um, Steven Universe is an interesting one for me because... It's probably the closest I have to my family's dynamic being represented in a TV show, genuinely. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know if I've necessarily talked about this on the show before, but I have two moms, right? Um, I have my mom, my mom-mom, who I've been around my entire life, and my stepmom, who my mom started dating when I was like seven or eight or something and she's been with her ever since and I've also got my real dad who my mom divorced from and she's he lives up in Houston I don't get to see him a ton I didn't get to see him a ton as a kid we got to see him every other weekend and I didn't Steven Universe wasn't around when I was a kid that show didn't start up to like I was out of high school mm-hmm. but seeing a TV show that represents what is essentially like it, it's the closest you're going to get to like showing a kid that has three moms right Mm -hmm. that's that's a family dynamic that doesn't really get any sort of representation anyway and then it's like almost fully represented in steven universe to a to a pretty astounding degree and you like his dad is even a part of his life and is generally a positive influence Mm -hmm. on it like he's not the best dad in the world but nobody nobody's dad is really the best in the world i wouldn't say my dad's the best dad in the world but he tries his best right Mm -hmm. and just Seeing a TV show like that represent com- coming the because cl- let let's be honest I don't think there's ever going to be a children's cartoon at least I don't think there's going to be a children's cartoon about a kid who is the child of two married women that also has their dad in their life and is an important part of it like that's that's not a very common dynamic in real life 
And I don't think I would ever see that represented in fiction. So Steven Universe was was big for me and just being like, oh, that's kind of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was it was really cool to see that. Like, even if it, you know, wasn't one to one, obviously. My uh my parents aren't space aliens, but <laughs> there's there's a lot there that I can that I can grip onto. And it like it it's cool to just witness that and kind of feel seen by that TV show in a way. That's awesome. Yeah. Very good. I've never really talked about that before. Yes, and thank you for I sharing. love Steven Universe. It's a great show. That that is like one of the few shows that like sort of like you I saw like after high school. Like I was mm-hmm. actually I was out of college when I watched Steven. Actually, I was sick with the flu one night and then I just <laughs> I went through everything. Uh, there was like a week. I went through all of Steven Universe and I was like, wow. "Oh my god." Uh it was just like it was one of those shows that just like it's supposedly quote unquote made for kids. Yeah, you know, but at the same time, it like multiple times made me cry. Like that was like it. It, I don't know. It just has that quality where it just like it's very genuine, and I love it. There aren't a lot of shows, generally speaking, about being a kid growing up in an unusual family dynamic, whatever that mm-hmm. might be. And Steven Universe, your family dynamic doesn't get more unusual than that. And right. There's also just a lot of queer allegory and outright imagery and like Mm -hmm. representation in the show, (laughs) but just a lot of the stuff that Steven Universe tackles is stuff that I never really saw anywhere else. So not really a video game and not really a part of my awakening, but it is an interesting representation that I really appreciate. Yeah. It's part of uh, part of what we're talking about, yeah. and it's also why sure. I get a little defensive of Steven Universe sometimes because there are some there are some pretty reasonable criticisms of a few of the things that the show has done. But I'm like, no, but you don't understand. That's me. <laughs> you can't <laughs> if you criticize Steven Universe, you're criticizing me. How dare you? Don't talk about me like that. <laughs> don't talk Leave about Steven me like alone. that. Leave Steven alone. <laughs> I get it. That's beautiful, though. And once again, thank you for sharing. Thank you. I can't remember I what like I said. That's... Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, I was just saying, I, I feel like that's kind of why, like, I I gravitated towards Waka, too. Like, sort of like how uh, uh, Paul was saying that he felt represented by that show. Like, although it wasn't like I was, like, going out on, like, a limb and saying, like, oh, we need better representation in Final Fantasy series. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it was the first time that I actually saw Final Fantasy. And I love, I find, I've, I've been a Sony play, you know, Sony console kid ever since the original PlayStation came mm-hmm. out. So, like, I've been playing, like, 9 is one of my favorite games ever. And, you know, like, the representation that I had in that game was, like, uh, I forget what his name was. Uh, he had like red hair and whatever, also red hair. But he, you never saw his face in either case. Uh, Waka was like one of the first like normal, you know, sort of depictions of like a darker skinned person. Mm. Which you know, usually we get all the stereotypes like Barrett. You know, and it's like yeah. okay, not everybody sounds gun. like Mister T with a gun. You know? Yes, that's correct. <laughs> so. Very good, very good. Hey, side note, they've done a lot of good work of fixing a mist of God of fixing up Barrett over the years. He said Mr. T and it threw me off. <laughs> he yes. Uh, in the remake he's better, but he's better. also like, but it's still, I mean actually it's, I played through seven in the beginning of this year, not all the way through it, but Barrett's lines were the most like angry black man lines I've ever seen in any video game 
ever. It was actually like a horrible depiction. Like there would be a person who just like came back from battle and they're like, oh my god, I'm hurt. And then Barrett's like, well, you gotta fuck him in the ass. Like <laughs> it's like, why are you so aggressive about everything? Are you talking about so the crazy. original or the original seven? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. No, the original. Like he's so still, aggressive. He still, he still does that kind of stuff in remake, but I think the acting is able to pull it back a little bit. Yes. And also and so. also the writing is better too. Yes. In terms they, of character dialogue. They really just gave him a bunch of curse words in the original. They, they really, really did. did this they is how really black did. Talk, right? <laughs> they love curses. <laughs> um It does make his dialogue fun to read out loud though. Like, <laughs> you just, if you replace his swears with actual exclamation with, point ampersand. If you replace his swears with actual <laughs> swears instead of the censorship, it like the the pseudo censorship because there's it's not really anything that's being censored. <laughs> <laughs> but if you but if you replace it with actual curses, it is pretty fun to read out loud. <laughs> I cannot remember what I said last year for my awakening, but my mind always goes to Power Rangers um, for <laughs> for so many reasons, um, not just like my gay awakening, but for like everything I've loved about like using your imagination to fight bad guys and stuff like that, mm. and like playing video games in general and wanting to um you know be as cool as the power rangers right like i all of that like harkens back to those days um but definitely seeing like those were (laughs) this is weird to say those were good looking kids like (laughs) when i when i was a kid i was like oh my god these are hot people i want to be a hot guy too like the black ranger who was a black man um we can talk about that later um was it's a beautiful guy um and i remember just being like wow like you can be really cool and hot and kick ass at the same time i want to be a power ranger right like yeah it's it's one of those one of those things it feels good to be a, a hot teen kicking butt and what's her name rita repulsa can't do nothing to me um (laughs) because i'm I'm a cool power ranger and i look good and she looks like a mess although (laughs) i forgot about rita's last name until you just mentioned that rita repulsa jesus Um, although i do think that actually looks a lot like my asshole step grandmother (laughs) oh there you go oh jeez and so i had like a really negative association with her when i was so do do i i i don't know why but like i've always had a negative association with rita repulsa but i will say that i think um one very not good um thing that Rita Repulsa did was inspire a lot of drag performances. Sure. <laughs> there are so many mm. like cool like looks for that when it comes to drag that I was like, okay, Rita, you did one good thing. You did one good thing. And it's that drag performances. <laughs> um but yeah, Power I think Power Rangers is my um what I always come back to when I think about it. Um just I wanted to be a hot teen and I wanted the boys to like me and not the girls <laughs> um all right well once again thank you both for sharing we are going to take a quick break and then we'll get back into the rest of the show you know how it goes stick around all that stuff Woo. okay bye hell 
Hello, everybody. I'm Steampunk Link. And I'm Emmy Zero. And we are the hosts of the Snescapades podcast, a chronological journey through the North American Super Nintendo Library three games-ish at a time. We play them briefly, judge them harshly, and rank them. As we do that, we go into the history of the games in question, who made them, when they were made, and any interesting stories that surround them. And we'll also probably sprinkle in a few bits of leftist politics here and there. Just look for Snescapades on Anchor or your favorite podcast app. You can also check us out on honestpiranha.com. We hope to see you there and play it loud. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the show. So, we have a little bit more discussion to go through, and then I want to get into some actual game stuff, because this is a games podcast, I guess. Um, so, we've spoken about the media that kind of awakened us, or had some kind of influence. <laughs> affirmed in us, maybe. <laughs> yes, affirmed. Affirmed, um, definitely. But now, I guess I want to take it lightly further um and paul's already kind of touched on this um and i want to talk about actual queerness in media right so um how do we i guess how do we approach it how do we feel about it um do we have any good examples um steven universe of course is one of them um but you know is it enough um or do we need to go further with um queerness in media queer representation in media um mu- music movies comics etc um video games of course but like you know where where do we go from here well you know honestly i personally just want to see more honest queer representation that isn't there just to serve a romantic role mm. You know, like, I want to see a, a queer person who, like, the fir- the focus isn't the fact that they're queer, you know? And I, sure. I don't think I've ever gotten that. Yeah. You know? Um, I think that usually when I do see queer representation, it's going to be something like, um, you know, like, I, I just saw, like, uh, this isn't at all in games, but I just saw the Fire Island movie. Um, mm-hmm. just a couple of, uh, weeks ago or maybe, yeah, maybe a couple weeks ago. And, uh, it, it's just, you know, it's all about, you know, just sex, sex and, you know, falling into a relationship with another person. I just, I want to break out of that. You know, mm-hmm. like I think that I, where a lot of queer people are sort of repressed on that scale because a lot during a lot of our young life, I don't think that we were able to express ourselves like, you know a lot of you know straight people or you know cis people were able to so i feel Mm -hmm. like that's kind of why that theme bleeds out into you know so many things that that are put out in terms of queer um queer media but uh yeah i I just want to see i want to see like a a normal person who like you know or maybe like a superhero who just like you know and a superhero maybe he's like batman you know where batman just doesn't fuck around with nobody you know mm-hmm. but at the same time you know batman's clearly straight but uh, you know maybe another character sort of like that doesn't isn't specifically looking for a relationship but if it is going to have some sort of romantic interest it's going to be a guy you know yeah i get it yeah 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 
Paul, what do you got? I man, I don't really have much on this front, honestly. <laughs> I I wish I had more to bring to the table on this one, but a lot of um, I think part of the reason I'm kind of swimming on this is because uh, like queer media is still kind of in its infancy, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like how how long has it been? That we've been at a point where TV shows can be, like, openly queer without very much risk of censorship. Like, mm-hmm. even Steven Universe had to fucking claw and fight for every little bit of queerness that it got during its run on Cartoon Network. And it was it was the show that sort of opened the door, at least for Cartoon Network. But there was a lot of... I guess for me, I, I just volume, right? Mm-hmm. I just want more. Yeah. <laughs> That's valid. I, I think. And, and it's not that's not the most nuanced talking point or the the best to articulate. Um, I mean, like, uh, excuse me, like Kyle was saying, um, he he wants a lot more that's not just focused on romance and is just focused on queer people existing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I can definitely, I, I I think I I think I do agree with that now that I think about it some more because it sort of feels like, at least right now, or at least. At its at its onset, queerness kind of had to be a little ramrodded into shows. Mm-hmm. Is because it was like otherwise, if people tried to be ambiguous about it, people could deny it. Right. Mm-hmm. But if people tried to be explicit with it, you get taken out by network censors. Right. And now we finally hit a middle ground where people are starting to be able to write queerness in their shows without necessarily having to be the most explicit about it, yeah. but also with the understanding that they can be explicit enough without it feeling like ramrodded. In, it, I'm not doing the best articulating this. Maybe. No, I, I like agree. You had something there. Yeah. I think um, that I, I heard everything that you said. I, I, I think it. so too. And um, it kind of le- le- led into what I was going to kind of bring up. Right. Um, both of you did actually. So I think when it comes to queer media um, or queerness and media, regardless of the subject, you're right, Kyle. It it still feels like a lot of it is focused on the romance aspect, right? Um, falling in love or having sex or whatever, and and subsequently every kind of subgenre in between there, right? Kink media is part of queer media, and um, uh, uh, you know uh, everything in between. And so, what you get is a lot of romancey type things, but what you don't get are like action movies where the heroine has a wife or action Mm. movies where the main character is trans or something like that right like you don't get anything that's like the same old same old except it's not a straight white man right um and i think the reason this kind of stuck in my head as a discussion point is because of the buzz lightyear movie um i don't know if you've seen but Mm. like apparently in the first couple of minutes of the movie we find out that uh buzz lightyear's partner um a woman or friend is a woman who has i guess a wife and they kiss and it's literally two seconds kiss and then it's over but people have been going absolutely bonkers insane about it right you would have thought that Buzz Lightyear had full-on gay sex on the uh, on the screen. <laughs> Wait, he doesn't? How... 
<laughs> no. What's that That's why I was coming for the movie. Then? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they got, they got, they got, it got, mo- it got removed over, from the movie. Talk about an overreaction. It's it's really it's ridiculous. And, and there's even one um, theater. I think it's in Oklahoma where they actually put up a warning sign where oh. they said like Lightyear has a 30 wow. second you know a kiss scene. We'll fast forward as quickly as we can. We apologize and. I'm like, are you are you joking? Like, is that for real? Um, and, and so I guess that's where my brain has been. Like, do we need to do more so that people are like, okay, fine, it's a kiss. You know what I mean? Like, what do we need to do so that people don't react this way anymore? And maybe it's not about that. Maybe it's more about, you know, fuck them. Like, we yeah, exist. that's where I'm at, honestly. And we're going to do that and oops if you're upset listen um, i'm from texas and the only response i have to something like that is lol followed by lmao there you go there you go um but yeah I, I i agree with both of you in that um i i do wish to see um like <laughs> i don't know gay action star gay action anything um Game, comic book, movie. Tom Cruise could have done it, but he's too much of a coward. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, that's right. Have... I said it. That's right. I said it. Tom Cruise <laughs> isn't gay. <laughs> he's I'm just coward? saying what we're all thinking. The man who does his own stunts, a coward? I'm just saying. No, well, okay. I've got different opinions about that. <laughs> you know, like, I'm, I'm waiting for, like, the, you know, the... The gay guy that actually survives the horror movie, you know? Like, mm-hmm. imagine. I uh, that's see... unfortunate, because horror movies are Christian allegories, so it's not going to work. That's also why the black person <laughs> oh. comes first. It's either the that... black person or the person who has sex first. Yep. <laughs> Which one? Um, that was my next question, though. Um, game genres, right? We need game genres where the main character is queer as fuck. We already got The Last of Us, right? We know about that. Mm. So... What other game genres need like a? We need to just put it, just stick it in their faces. I mean, this card, is the gay card, woman. Yo, card games are getting really goddamn gay all the time. They sudden. are, yes. Which, I've is, seen, which is beautiful. I've seen the art, um, for especially for Magic the Gathering. Yeah, have you heard? Yeah, have you heard about the uh, the the Pride uh, secret layer they're doing? No, really? <laughs> yeah, they're doing they're doing a pride secret layer, and um, that's fascinating. Fucking, uh, let me look it up. It's called, uh, yeah, it's called <laughs> it's called Bearscape. Oh yes, what? <laughs> okay, so so Bearscape is a card magic. Yes. I'm gonna describe it really quick. Um, it is a it is for. I'm just gonna talk in magic terms. If you know what this means, it's fine. If you don't know what magic terms, Google then. It. Then look it up. Uh, so it's it's a it's a green card costs one green green, and for one green and remove two cards from your graveyard, you put a two two green bear creature token into play. And bear in the parlance of Magic: The Gathering is just a it's a two two creature. They're they're bears. And so, um, for se- so there's big. something there's something called Secret Lair that Magic does every once in a while, where they release basically special art versions of um, their cards reprinted from the past. And um, well, Bearscape. if you're familiar with the the um, the LGBT um, gay man concept of what a bear is, um, just... I'm gonna put the the art 
in our <laughs> it's so nice. I actually have seen Can it. I it's just wonderful. Put this in here. Does that work? No. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a link. I want you both to just click through, and I want you to. I'm gonna I'm gonna link the original art first, and then I'm yes. going to link the uh the the new uh, art for Secret Lair. So that's the original art, which is yeah. I think I've seen it before. A, it's cute. It's just a you know a a dude yelling out in the woods at some giant bears, mm-hmm. and then there's this. <laughs> I love it. I'm so excited. Yes. And so the art is just of a bunch of larger dudes in a swamp, or not a swamp, in a uh, spa. Yeah, like a hot <laughs> like, springs. Like at, in a hot springs, vibing and doing that. And then thing. way in the back is an actual bear. And way in the back is an actual bear. And it's called Bearscape. It's wonderful. It is like arguably one of the better ideas. I wish I would have thought of it first, and I wish I could draw. Um, because it is just like a chef's kiss. Honestly. It's it's phenomenal. Chef's kiss. It's not even that like I don't know. It's not. It, it's just good. It's just real. You no, know, it's it's fantastic, top to bottom, and both of those things are probably in this art as well. Top to bottom. <laughs> um, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Um, I think there. I think we could. Um, Capcom. I know you're listening. You listen to this show. Um, Resident Evil needs a gay protagonist. Let Ryu and imagine. Kenkis. Resident Evil needs a gay protagonist and a black protagonist. Uh, I'll it's take... already got plenty of asexual rep, but we need to we need to crank it up. Does it? <laughs> I don't. That's mostly a joke on the fact that nobody in Resident Evil actually fucks. <laughs> oh, you're right. You know, I I don't actually know if they're gay. Interesting. Mm. Um, Jill is at least maybe straight slash bisexual because she had a boyfriend at one point um everyone else free game i guess um (laughs) but we do need a black protagonist um just saying one that doesn't go away after um a really terrible game after 10 minutes of screen time yeah or um is introduced because you send a white man to africa yeah right okay yeah i'm glad we agree yeah please Um, don't do that um but i think i do think horror games um should just have gay folk right at the front just just because i think um i don't know that this is true but i feel like a lot of uh queer people in on twitch play a lot of horror games. queer people dead by love daylight. horror games yeah dude. dead by daylight is a massive game among queer people for yeah some humongous reason. i still so haven't i still haven't figured that one out so put us right up in the front and just like this character is gay. Here's they the actually, rest of the game. They you know actually did that in Dead by Daylight recently. Yes, they did. <laughs> you want to know what it is, though? It's because gay people love camp. Gay people love alternate. Screaming. <laughs> and gay people do love screaming. We love okay? screaming. <laughs> Facts. Like, and, and gay people love makeup. Like, that's, mm-hmm, I mean, that's mm-hmm. what it is. Like, uh, make your crazy. Final Fantasy characters gay. Um, if like I see first a, one. If I see a freaking gay person in my next mainstream rpg like turn-based rpg mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i would freak out if i ever yeah. saw like a gay cloud or a gay titus i would i would freaking i think final fantasy 15 is probably the closest we ever get the closest that Unless... was extremely it made me uncomfortable honestly <laughs> <laughs> just the bros <laughs> The Chocobos the made you uncomfortable? <laughs> the, not the Chocobos. 
but they really did you know they were like they were together a lot and honestly ignis like come on ignis come on ignis yeah ignis could like get any part of any ignis ignis knew what is ignis you know what's up you know what's up old man ignis also knows what's up have you ever talked about how hot i think gladio is yeah, I we, we could talk about it right now. All right, I'll, let's rank. Also, rank the Final Fantasy fifteen boys. Im- oh. Immediately pulls up an image of Gladio and just stares at his abs for five minutes. Gladio's at the top. Yeah. Then Ignis. Yep. Then it's Ignis for the for the for the in- intellectualness. Then uh, the. Wait, Noct- Ignis is the Noct- glasses. Knocked and Prompto are tied for last because they're both bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's not the, not the bottom discrimination. Paul said, I'm a bottom, so you can't. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no. I think Prompto and Noct are already boyfriends, which is why well, they're sure. off limits. But but also they they have the worst time in bed. <laughs> they also do have like both a, bottoms. the worst hair. Out of everybody, yeah, I just gotta say, yeah. like, I like, like Noctis's hair, but I, I don't know about, I don't know about uh, Prompto there. Oh no! I guess oh, that's God. what happens when you redacted, redacted late game spoilers, redacted. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Well, um, I want to, I want to also include the one guy with the hat whose name I can't ever remember. <laughs> Are you talking about Arden? Yeah, one guy with a hat. I don't know. Wait, hold on. I have to look Arden's this up. the antagonist of fifteen. He's the he's the main bad guy with the sweeping dark red hair. Arden is a pretty boy. Yeah, oh. he's voiced by Darren DePaul. Oh wow! <laughs> Playing very against type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Darren DePaul, you may more know as the voice of Reinhardt Overwatch. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, that that's news to me. Did you not actually know that? I did not know that. Yeah, um, big big notable roles he has played in video games uh, include a bunch of screaming dudes in different Blizzard games. Uh, <laughs> let's see, what else? Uh, Dr. Samuel Hayden in the Doom games, the newer Doom games. Mm. And then just fucking Arden in Final Fantasy XV. Wow. He plays a lot of really macho, like, loud characters. <laughs> Reinhardt's, like, the, the Ur example, but there's a lot of those that he plays. But Arden is, like, off, like, not even on that radar. No, yeah, he's, like, he's like this graceful, unhinged, like, borderline jester type. And, but but it's, so, it's also really funny, because if you play um, episode Arden, the, the last Final Fantasy XV DLC, there are a couple scenes where he's, like, screaming. <laughs> and, ah. and during those scenes, he super sounds like Reinhardt. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing, is, like, no matter how much of a vocal chameleon you are, whenever you get to intense emotion, you typically fall back to something yeah. specific. And that that's that's with anybody. You listen yeah, to any yeah. voice actor, whenever they put in a... a, a any significant well, amount of emotion into something, then they'll usually fall back to some form of their natural voice. Knowing that Arden is also Reinhardt makes him go to the top of the list. I'm sorry. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's. I'm I'm in it for that. I see. Um, all right. Well, we kind of did it. So <laughs> we can talk about news, or we're just gonna. Yeah, we're it. gonna get into 
some more summer games talk. So oh, summer, yeah. uh, we didn't have a whole big uh, showcase, but we did learn um, a Plague Tale Requiem will be launching on October 18th. Um, the studio behind that is... I forgot already. Damn it. Hang on. Is that another studio known for their immersive sims? Not not uh, Arcane, but... Yeah, I... I literally... There we go. Focus Entertainment is the studio Focus. behind this game uh, of Plague Tale Requiem. Um, they gave us a little showcase, a little look at um, some of the scenery of the game, as well as some extended gameplay. No, I'm just thinking gameplay. of Dishonored. I'm sorry, I'm just thinking of Dishonored yes, straight up. Yes, you are thinking of Dishonored. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they gave us a little look at the game. Um, we got to see what the game is going to kind of control like. Um, some updated visuals. Um, obviously, the characters are a bit aged up, um, and it looks cool. Um, but that's all we really got for this week. So what I wanted to do Dragon's instead... Dragon's Dogma 2 got announced. Did it? I think so. This week? Was it this week? Might have been know. late last week, but it was after the podcast. Did we bring it? Because I don't think we brought it up. Mm, interesting. Oh, yeah, you're right. It might have been right after. This has been a pretty slow news week. It has been. But what I wanted to do instead was think about the future because uh, this is the end of the second quarter. Um, not this week, but next week. We will be moving into July, which means we are in the third quarter of video games, which means July, August, and September, we are going to get some pretty pretty big releases. Um, specifically, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Hell yeah, buying that shit on launch. Um, let's see what else. Saints Row, uh, August 23rd. Buying that shit on discount three years from now. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Splatoon 3, September 9th. I know a oh, lot of people. Buying it? <laughs> who are going to go crazy over the Splatoon 3. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm kind of unenthused about Splat 3 just because I bought Splat 2 and I, like, barely played it. <laughs> I love I, love I don't want to just burn myself. It's like I buy every single Pokemon game that comes out. I play it for, like, five hours and then I never touch it again. <laughs> That's I don't want. I don't want to have another game series Although like that. I, it's already. It's already bad enough with Pokemon, man. I love Pokemon coming out November eighteenth, Q four. But we'll talk about Q three first. Um, friends, there's so many games coming out. When's fucking Panzer Dragoon's Vi coming out? Um, was that wait? Is that Panzer Dragoon. Yeah, when, there was supposed to where? be a remake. There was supposed to be a remake for Panzer Dragoon's Vi at some point. Uh, so I don't know if you knew the original Panzer Dragoon got a remake not too yeah. long ago, like last year, I think. It was mm -hmm. announced in 2021. Um, Panzer Dragoon's Vi is supposed to get a remake at some point. Mm -hmm. uh, it was originally supposed to come out last year, but now I'm just starting to wonder if it's ever going to come out at all. Yeah, huh. it seems to worried. be going through development hell. That was yeah. one of my favorite games. I had a Sega yep. Saturn as like, it was oh, like my yeah. second console. And like, I did so much on that freaking thing. Jesus Christ. Panzer Dragon was amazing. Uh, my Sega and Saturn. also, I think that the original CD for Panzer Dragon goes for like this is like three hundred, four hundred dollars now. Yeah, Panzer Dragon is stupid expensive. Um, mm -hmm. Panzer Dragon Saga is the big one. That game sells for like, I think thousands of dollars now. Let yeah, me see. Yeah. Panzer Dragon Saga Saturn. How much that shit selling for? Shopping. Uh, wait, what? There's no way. Oh, no, that's a that's a okay. It was a what you call it uh auction yeah panzer dragon is panzer dragon saga sells for like a thousand dollars yeah good lord 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too bad it's not coming out in 2022. The Panzer Dragon Saga is not being remade. Oh, there's, I mean, there's the been other no announcement. Vi. Yeah, Panzer Dragon's Vi. I think that one only costs like a couple hundred bucks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The problem is, especially in North America, the Saturn really just didn't have the kind of reception that Nintendo things did. So you can find a lot of retro Nintendo games for not the terrible price, but like <laughs> Sega Saturn games are a fucking mm-hmm. nightmare to find. Mm hmm. Uh, also, finding a Sega Saturn is a nightmare too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is very true. Um, some other games coming out in the coming uh, uh, months: Rune Factory Five, July thirteenth; uh, Stray on, oh, on July nineteenth. Right? Uh, yes, Rune Factory Five is already out, but it's not on, on PC. Oh, that's correct. You're right on PC. Um, uh, Stray, the uh, cat cyberpunk adventure game, comes out July nineteenth. Oh, yeah. Wait, <laughs> what? You play as you play as a cat and wander around uh, rainy cities of some city. Yeah, you get side quests and everything though from like robot people. That actually sounds like something I would play. It's very cute. Look it up. You know, it's... Sega Saturn only costs like a hundred bucks. Go get one. It's actually not too bad. Really? It was like yeah. really difficult to find one before when I was looking. Uh, a lot of them are refurbished. Is the problem? Mm-hmm. Uh, um. August looks like our slow month. Um, the biggest release being, of course, Saints Row. Sure. Um, you do get uh, Gundam Battle Alliance for all you Gundam heads out there. Uh, that's uh, that's like the one that everybody calls the Overwatch clone. I I don't yeah. think I don't think that, but a lot of people call it that. The <laughs> ARPG. I, I I never really liked the term before I got into game development, and now that I'm in game development, I feel even weirder about calling yeah, these yeah. clones. Hmm. <laughs> But uh, it, it, it is um, like a class-based shooter type Gundam mm-hmm. game. It looks neat, actually. I, I might actually try it out. Is I it free I, to play? I played the... It should be, I think. I played the um, the little beta they had, and it was pretty cool. Looks fun. I think I think Richard was excited about trying it out. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, DNF Duel comes out in a couple weeks. That's correct. Who? DNF Duel. Uh, oh, so DNF it's a fighting Duel. game, yeah. Yes, and approximately... Four to five days. Oh, five wow. To four I thought days. it was a couple weeks. Seem closer. Uh, June jo- 28th. Great news. JoJo's Bizarre, All- Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle R comes out in September. That's correct. September fir- uh, 2nd. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, Overwatch 2 is coming out in October. <laughs> in October? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, the the, the um, early access of it is the week. Mm. It was announced, I think, this week. Not that I think about it. October. October will be a great uh, uh, month for games. Uh, October's going to no, be No huge. Mansky's coming to the Switch. Mm-hmm. No More Heroes um, 3, uh, October 6th. Persona 5 Royal is coming to Xbox and mm-hmm. PC and not Switch for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, that is a weird choice. Uh, as we said earlier, Plague Tale Requiem, um, October 18th. Forspoken, October 11th. Um, I've been waiting for that game. I actually, I bought it on freaking, uh, a, a pre-order last December, and it got delayed twice. I'm so yep. upset. Is, uh, mm-hmm. Forspoken? Sorry, I didn't hear what you said. Yeah, Forspoken. Forspoken. I'm Forspoken. so upset. I was supposed to be playing that in, what, March? Or February? I think it was Summer February. Summer yeah. And then yeah. there are quite a few other games that are supposed to come out this year, but they don't have announced dates. Yeah, there's a lot of um, a lot of things still up in the air, and I'm sure. And it's that, almost uh, July. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Um, we just heard about uh, the Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII reunion game. 
Yeah. Um, that is the Crisis Core remake, basically. Um, should be out later this year. Um, they're, I guess, supposed to be working on another Grand Theft Auto trilogy thing, but, um, I think for, uh, your phone. So good luck, I guess. Huh. Uh, <laughs> a new Jackbox party game, uh, pack is coming out. I love that. Yeah, love they're, always, that. they're always fun when they come out. Yeah, man, this is, this really is a slow news week. <laughs> it is. I mean, it's it's a weird news week too, um, given that uh, things are happening at places um, where people work. Um, but I can't say anything else. Wait, wait, uh, we can't. That was very, very. Yeah, hold sus. on. I don't think I can say anything. Should else. I should I take my headphones off? <laughs> my ears are closed. You can say it now. <laughs> no, no, no. You're allowed to talk about whatever <laughs> you so want. Funny. I'll just let you know if I can't say anything. <laughs> well, it was um, there was news about Activision and stockholders vote to release. Oh yeah, Bobby. Oh yeah, the 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 annual, the, the annual report on sexual harassment at the company. Yes, and also Bobby uh, K got reelected, which is cool. That was the biggest news of the week. It came out just yesterday, actually. Yeah. Or I, Tuesday, rather. I'm, I'm glad I'm glad the stockholders voted for it. <laughs> that's yeah, that's yeah. pretty much all I have to say about it. Yeah. I mean, honestly, there wasn't much to say about it, too. Nah, so I was really. just like, we're going to talk about game releases. It's like, oh, that uh-huh. happened. Uh, but yeah, as we close out of June, um, we will basically be getting... The kind of sparse um, uh, uh, announcements that we're used to, but um, as I've been saying for the past couple of episodes, we usually kind of have this cool explosion of news throughout June, but yep. it seems to be kind of dwindling down as we close out of yeah. the big June. This has um, been a pretty slow news month, given yeah. I think I think since E three didn't happen, everybody's just sort of like, yep. "Yeah, we'll take things at our own pace." Mm-hmm. Like a, a bunch of stuff got announced at Summer Games Fest, which we talked about, or I. I did we talk about it actually because yes, we didn't we did. record because we didn't record last week but that was two weeks ago okay yeah um but like there weren't really that many major hard-hitting announcements like the the big the big headliner news for that was fucking a last of us remake mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. <laughs> which is cool don't get me wrong i'm i'm happy for people that like last of us i've been kind of lukewarm on the series but like that's that's your headliner the... The Resident Evil 4 remake was a big one. Oh, yeah. Resident 4 remake looks cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm more excited about 8 getting VR. DLC in Resident Evil 8. Yep. Um, including be able to see the back of Ethan. Yeah. We can finally um, see the back of his head. Yes. <laughs> um, all right. Well, if we're not not excited about any other games, <laughs> I'm sorry, Panzer Dragoon fans. It's yeah. just not happening. It's not I hope so, game. man. I hope it does. Fingers. Oh, I, I can say I that I'm like. To... Oh, I'm no, I did. You got it. I already talked about the thing I was going to talk about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say the only thing that I am like, even the maybe a little bit like excited for me, and just the smallest, and it's very small. Mm. Uh, just Diablo Four. I'm curious <laughs> to see what's going to happen with it, but at the same time, Diablo Immortal was not at all what we wanted. I'm just letting you know. Blizzard. I will I will tell you this much, and I don't say this as a spokesperson for Blizzard. I work for Blizzard. My opinions, blah blah blah. Um, 
at least what's been announced is that Diablo is being designed as a premium buy it up front experience and not as a free to play experience. Mm. So I assume that I mean, and I'm not developing Diablo four. I haven't really seen anything about it that hasn't already public, but I would hope that means that there's not going to be as much DLC type stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Right. Or like, like in app purchases type stuff. Honestly, I like in no disrespect to Blizzard because y'all, no I mean, y'all came up with with the. I mean, you didn't come up with the genre, but you definitely remodeled the genre. I when Diablo personally came invented out. action RPGs. Now Perfect. let's not get it twisted here. <laughs> Isometric action RPG. That's oh, me. Um, but at the same time, that style of game, the best Diablo is actually path of exile it's path, right probably now. path of exile right yeah and like i don't want to say that about diablo anymore i want to say like the best diablo is a fucking diablo title <laughs> so like i'm just waiting for it i'm 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 like holding out i'm like you know it it was like a long 10 11 year wait i think between two and three and then that just didn't didn't do too it didn't hit the thing and then, you know, now it's another, like, nine-ish, nine-ish, ten-ish years since three came out. So hopefully, hopefully, I'm just praying four yeah. is going to be amazing. I wish I was yeah. excited about D4. I'm sure it's going to be great when it comes out. I'm sure it's going to be a fantastic game. I'm I'm not too excited about it, not because I'm not excited about Diablo, but I just don't really like ARPGs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can understand it, it's, it's one of those genres where it's like, God, I wish I was more into it because this shit looks sick as hell. But, like, yeah. I, play, I played Diablo 3 a few years after it came out, and I played it for all of about half an hour before I was like, I'm just not really having a good time. <laughs> and that's not me. And, that, and again, that's not because I think Diablo 3 is a bad game either. It's just not for me. Yeah. What's the MMO ARPG that came out? Is it Lost, Lost something? Lost yeah. Dark? Yeah. Oh my I feel like god, I went so crazy into Lost Dark. I was so excited for it. It it seemed like it, it spoke to me like in a certain way. And then I was not into it anymore. Like yeah. I was It just it didn't into have it and then I was out of it. Yeah, it didn't have the longevity that that it needed in mm. in the end game. It was very, very. It falls flat when you just do the same. It's the same exact repetition of the story, everything, just for multiple characters, and mm. it's just, it just, it, it's a very big grind in that way, and it's just not fun, unfortunately, in the end game, in my opinion. Well, figure it out, Lost Ark and <laughs> Diablo Four. Um, <laughs> well, let's uh, let's wrap this up. What do y'all say? Um, to do that, though, we need Kyle to do us a favor. Uh, Hello. We ask that you give our listeners a recommendation. What game should they be playing or be on the lookout for? Honestly, <sighs> I think that I'm going to go back. There's no video games. To <laughs> my current addiction, which <laughs> is the City of Final Fantasy after yeah. Omnia. Only because it's a mobile game has a ton of content, has no energy system, mm. and Kyle, I do want to reiterate: there is no shame here in this. I play Clash of Clans. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm, because one of the things that actually drives me away from mobile games is energy system. It drives me crazy. I hate dealing with like, okay, anymore. like you, you want me to spend money in your game to not play it? Cool, I love that. So, like, it, it just drives me crazy. So, there's no energy system. I literally went through probably about, like, two years worth of content in, like, 14 days. Or, like, 10 days or whatever it is. So, like... Completely understandable. I love that. And um, it's uh, it has some really nice combat. Really nice combat. You know, obviously, if you want 
any of the characters that you've seen in any Final Fantasy series, um, or just about anyway, they, they're missing a few, but not mm. a lot at all. There's like 150 in the roster. It's crazy. And all of them are different. It's very fun. Nice. And it's very it's very nice. It's free to play players, too. So, as well. Paul, what do you got? Uh, you know what? Uh, I finally picked up Kirby in the Forgotten Land um, about oh, a week ago. Wow. Yeah, yeah, just just under a week ago. Wow. I have played a fair amount of the Kirby games. I'd say I've played probably about half of them. And this is the first Kirby game, God, I think since Kirby 64, that I really, like, just overwhelmingly loved. Um, I have always liked Kirby, and I always enjoy Kirby, but it's like kind of a sort of a mid-level like yeah this is a nice little game um mm-hmm. kirby and the forgotten land is a fucking phenomenal game and not not just a phenomenal kirby game although it is a phenomenal kirby game it's just a phenomenal game um playing through that game and trying to find all the secrets that were hidden throughout the levels and just sort of absorbing <laughs> <laughs> the uh the experience um that is a very tightly designed game. The levels are made really well. They hide stuff in a way that is tricky without being evil, which I think is important. Like, it's not, there's not, whenever you find something, you're not like, oh, son of a bitch, I would have never found that. You're like, oh, shit, that's a pretty good hiding spot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I felt like that as I was going through the game and exploring and finding all this stuff. Um, the game is fairly short, which I think is a good thing. Um, there, there are games that, like, the, the the base game is fairly short, short, but then the aftermath is like a nightmare. And Kirby does not fall. Kirby Forgotten Lands does not fall into that trap. So I I would say uh, go pick up Kirby Forgotten Lands if you like Kirby games. If you like you know kind of breezy platformers that can have a little bit of bite to them, there is some challenging shit in Kirby Forgotten Lands. If you if you want to dig into it, um, it's a really good time, and it's got co op too. It's got two player couch co op if you want to play with a friend. Um, Kirby has survived the transition into 3D very well, and I'm excited yeah. to see where it goes from here. Hmm. Very good. Speaking of that, that actually just reminded me. It's not. It's not. Uh, yeah, Kirby's Nintendo, but um, the Sonic game that's about to come out. I forget what oh, it's Frontiers. called. Sonic Frontiers. Yes, that actually looked very, very cool too. So mm-hmm. I really want to see that. <laughs> I wish I could feel your enthusiasm. <laughs> I'm like very skeptical about it. I mean, that's the thing because like be excited, all of the I'm like Sonic has like a, a notorious history of just like not being. Not being good in sequels and having mm-hmm. to like rely on its old, you know, mechanics in order to like come out with a good game. So I'm hoping that this could be like a really nice uh, instantiation of the 3D series. So hopefully. I hope it's going to be good. It's probably not going to be good. I'm <laughs> still going to buy it the day it comes out because I'm a fucking Sonic simp <laughs> until I die. Uh, and there's I'm nothing I can do to change this. Do something I've never done before and recommend what? a future game. Oh. Um, You've definitely recommended future games before. Hold on. I don't know. I don't think I have. You recommended anyway. um, that that one game that Richard wanted us to play, that mystery game. Crime Sight? Yeah. You recommended Crime Sight. Well, not before it came out, but before you played it. Yeah, that I, that I did do. It was just... It, it just spoke to my soul. You should play that. <laughs> Crime Sight's great. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Go on. Crime Sight's great. Um, play play Stray when it comes out. Um, okay. Stray the the uh, it describes itself as a third person cat adventure game set amidst the detailed neon lit alleys of a decaying cyber city. 
Um, it, it is the only game I, that I can think of where you play as a, uh, just a cat. It's just a regular ass cat. It doesn't that talk. That sounds like so much fun. It's just a cat and you meet all these weird friends and uh, like creepy little gremlin monsters. Um, and it's sci- cyberpunk. It's sci-fi. It's adventure. It's got a cat. Um, it's also an <laughs> indie game. Um, and right now it is on sale, um, 10% off of a $30 game, which means that it is $27. That's, That's still $3 for your pocket. Um, so, you know, go give it a look. Um, I'm, I promise you will probably enjoy it. It looks really fun. I'm just saying. Um, if you played, um, uh, oh, what's that game called? The, the creepy side scroller. Eversion? Nope, but that's close. Fucking cars. <sighs> cars. Places to be. Um, you know, you're a little guy, and there's a lot of creepy big guys, and you're. It's a side scroller. That could still be a version. Oh, man. I hate that I'm forgetting this game because I love watching people play it. But I can't remember what it's called. If you know, Besides tweet at me. Um, Sonic. Yeah, it's, a, <laughs> it's a creepy side scroller, not like a Sonic side scroller. Um, but yeah, little it, nightmares. It, thank you, little nightmares. I literally yes. just googled oh, yes. creepy side scroller, and that was the first thing that came up. See, I know <laughs> what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, if you like little nightmares, I think you'll like this. Um, it's got the same kind of feel. It's just not a side scroller. It's all 3D, baby. So, yeah, give it a go. Uh, Stray is the name of the game. Comes out July 19th. You still have time to pre-order it, or you could wait, I guess. <laughs> Do want to reiterate, has not come out. Kami Chase has not played it. I just endorse games a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think you'll like it. I think you'll like it. If you're listening to this show, you'll probably like it. Um, all right, and finally, Kyle, to help us finish off this episode, please let us know please. where we can find you on the internet and if you have anything else to plug. Uh, on Twitch, please find me over at Kyle Royce Plays. That's Royce as in Rolls Royce, and uh, Kyle as in uh, uh, yeah. the name. Like Kyle Field at <laughs> Texas A and M. Wow! And um, for all of my music stuff, uh, look at Kyle Royce World. So it's going to be Kyle Royce World on Twitter, Kyle Royce World on Instagram, and Kyle Royce World dot com, uh, where you can see where I'm going to be playing too, which is pretty cool. Ooh. Nice. Paul, what do you got? Well, as always, you can find me on Twitter at Paul's Rock and Twit and at Paul's Work and Twit, where I am unfortunately fully locked down for a couple more weeks. Um, oh boy! I um I think the good news that I've been promising for like a month now is going to be public very soon, and so when that happens, I will be screaming to the high heavens about it, and I will also be unlocking my Twitter accounts at that time. Um, so yeah, look forward to that. Feel free to send me a follow request in the meantime. I don't bite. I promise I'm totally cool with just people sending me follow requests. No problem. And as always, you can find me at twitch.tv forward slash bonzi77, where I'll probably be streaming Final Fantasy fourteen or some other shit. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe Magic the Gathering. Who knows? Go find out. Um, all right. As always, you can find me at Commutrace Gaming on Twitter, uh, and you can find the Weekly Cooldown on Twitter as well at WK Cooldown. 
Be sure to visit the Weekly Cooldown Facebook page. Visit wkcooldown.com for more news and other episodes. Be sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Don't make me ask you again. Be sure to check out the links in the description, including, of course, our Humble Bundle for this week. And remember, you can support your favorite charities and support the show. Our logo and art is done by Corgian of Doghouse Esports, who will be on the show eventually, I promise. <laughs> Follow Doghouse Corgian. Corgian's amazing. On Twitter, at Doghouse Corgian, D-O-G-H-O-U-S-E-C-O-R-G-I-A-N. Doghouse Corgian on Twitter. Our intro music is done by Ricky. Ricky should be on the show. Find Ricky oh, on yeah. Twitter at <laughs> dog underscore noise, D-O-G underscore and The time we recorded, it'd be up at like six in the morning. Oh, that's true. Japan. Japan. Dog noise. That's all for the weekly cooldown. I'm Kami Jace. I'm Paul. Sonic will continue to hurt me, Henderson. <laughs> Kyle. Hoover. That's that's where you say oh, goodbye, I'm, Kyle. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Kyle Royce. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. And you recorded that so naturally that we-